once again broadcasting from the mobile studios here on the Gray Homestead, right in the heart of the Ozarks. This is Front Porch Anarchast. Attempting to spread the ideas of liberty and freedom one podcast at a time. For those of you who may be straddling a fence somewhere between statism and freedom. Front Porch Anarchast. Freedom starts on your own front porch. And the podcast starts now. Tonight's episode is going to take a slightly different twist. Getting back to the origins of the Front Porch Anarchast. For good or bad, whatever, however that's turned out. Yes, I know this sounds like a very well put together podcast and sounds all professional. Instant success. Um, it's a little, uh, all ser- in all seriousness, it's a little, uh, it's a little trying at times to keep doing this. I've um, I've actually been working on it now for two years, going on two years, and the only reason I keep doing it is just because I like to um, I like to try. I don't like to give up. So here I am, two years later. The first episode was recorded about this time in 2017, and. I'd been thinking about it. I had a long commute to work and back a couple of days a week. So I had a lot of time to think about doing my own podcast. I had to listen to a lot of conservatives. Uh, That's mainly what you hear on on talk radio, when you can find a talk radio station. In that part of the country where I was driving back and forth, it was mostly sports channels, and but there was the, the morning shows and... I remember Brian Kilmeade was one of those. And uh, sometimes Bill O'Reilly would be on his show. And there was some other morning show, but I don't remember what it was. I guess that's neither here nor there. I just I had to listen to that and thought, you know, it would be great if there were other options. There, There is Free Talk Live, which is a syndicated radio show. And when I had an internet connection, I could download that and play it on my, over my stereo, but in the car, but it was, I didn't have an internet connection. It was tough to do. So anyway, I had a lot of time to think about whether or not I could do my own podcast. And I had what I thought were some good ideas and and was just hoping I could get an audience. Um, haven't quite found that audience yet. Of course, I have taken quite a bit of time off. I haven't worked on this continuously for the two years. I think we're finally getting in a groove where I can do this on a more consistent basis. So anyway, I was just running through the hard drive on my computer and ran across this first ever episode. I don't think you can find it anywhere anymore. It may be on the Facebook page from Porch Anarchist. But other than that, I'm not sure if you can find it anywhere else. So I'm going to package it here. First, I'd like to uh, remind everybody about our decals and t-shirts. Yes, once again, I'll bring that up. Trying to fund our off-grid homestead lifestyle. It really would help if we could get the truck fixed. So, um, you know, if you have a need for a decal 
or if you have a need for a t-shirt, check out our page, Gray Uncommons, and that's gray with an A, Uncommons. And you can message us through there, and we can work something out. And we don't farm these out to anybody. It's not like like we have a third party that actually makes the t-shirt. We, we invested in some equipment, and I've done some learning, and it's been a learning process. But I'm getting pretty good at putting vinyl on t-shirts and cutting vinyl decals. So if you have a need for that, please check it out. Maybe share the page on your own Facebook page or other social media outlets. Facebook likes it when you send links through messenger so you know maybe send it to somebody you know so enough of that here is the um the first ever episode of front porch Cast coming to you from uh it was originally recorded on the front porch of the off-grid cabin down in arkansas hopefully we can get back there with a little bit of help from you guys here it is enjoy Today is July 5th, 2017, and you're listening to The Front Porch Anarchist on The Front Porch Anarchast. Pull up a chair and let's visit for a while. I've been playing around with different ideas for podcasts over the last year or so, and um, none of them have really done it for me, but maybe this maybe this one's going to stick. I listen to a lot of podcasts. But so far, I really haven't found anything that really floats my boat, except for a um, except for a show called Free Talk Live. If you haven't listened to Free Talk Live yet, uh, you can just Google it and and find it. It's a um, it's not just a podcast. It's a it's a daily radio show. It's a call-in show. It airs seven nights a week live. Uh, they have different hosts throughout the week. The uh, the main the common thread among the hosts though is that they're all liberty minded people, so um, so it, it's funny they're they're on like 150 radio stations across the U.S. and um, some of the stations that they uh, that they are on are in um, places that people might not really be so much into liberty, and it's, it's funny sometimes listening to somebody call in from, like, Tupelo, Mississippi, and, um, you know, they've, they've just heard the host say that taxation is theft, and, and so this guy from Tupelo, Mississippi, with his, uh, thick southern accent, I can, I can make fun of the southern accent since I have one, um, growing up here, I've, I legitimately have one. I just I try not to. Uh, I, I try to steer around that accent. But okay, so you get this guy with his southern drawl, and he starts discussing that tax, or he starts talking about how taxation is not theft, and it usually devolves into um, the caller telling the host that they should move to Somalia or something like that pretty funny you can download the episodes as a podcast and if you do that then it takes a three-hour show cuts it down to two hours or about two hours because they don't play uh, commercials in the podcast so it's a good way for me to listen because where I'm at uh, podcasts are about the only form of entertainment that I can rely on here um, the other 
the other Liberty podcast I found, I found that just because it has Liberty in the title or the name of the podcast doesn't actually mean that the people are going to be talking about Liberty or or um, Anarchy or anything like that. A, a lot of the Liberty-minded, the Liberty-themed podcast I found, uh, it's just people that sit around seeing almost like they're just trying to find out how many people they can offend throw around a lot of rough language and and there'll be two or three guys on there and they'll all be laughing at something that the other guy said and really don't find it very humorous myself but um you know just something i can do without i'm gonna see here if we can't communicate without the obscenities and without all the fake humor um as you can tell i'm pretty relaxed laid back kind of guy plus i've had a drink or two and then i tend to kind of get loud but um going to see if I can't refrain from drinking here on the front porch. Um, I'm hoping that this turns out to be a weekly thing. Maybe 30 minutes, maybe not. Um, time is, uh, just like with everyone else, time for me is pretty valuable. I do have a family. I've got uh, my significant other. And we have two kids. One is uh, just about to turn three, and the other is about to turn one year old. So um, we've kind of got our hands full there. We've got three dogs and 20 acres to take care of, and, and uh, I do work a full-time job. And uh, so things are busy. I don't know if this will be a weekly thing or not. Uh, we don't even have an Internet connection here, so... Uh, we have to travel into town to upload anything. And maybe it'll be 30 minutes. Maybe it'll be more. Maybe it'll be less. I don't know. Um, I don't have a problem talking to people face-to-face -face for more than 30 minutes. I do have a problem talking into my phone for 30 minutes to record one of these. Um, and... And, uh, you know, whether or not anybody listens to this, I'm going to be using it to chronicle my journey, my family's journey, to a life of liberty and peace. Uh, hopefully, uh, we can look back on these later in life and, and maybe get a little insight as to what we were doing, or maybe we'll just find it was all humorous and, uh, and that it didn't really work out. I don't know. Um... I'm also going to have to give you a warning that there are going to be some hiccups here. As you can probably tell, I'm actually recording this from my front porch. You're going to hear all sorts of insects. You're going to hear me swatting at insects. Uh, you're going to hear hummingbirds, frogs, dogs. There's, a, there's an owl that lives a couple of hundred yards um, down from the front porch, and there's another one that lives a couple of hundred yards off to the left of the front porch, so you'll hear them talking to each other at times. You're going to hear kids. Uh, this is actually right now is about the time of night you're going to hear some coyotes. And uh, you're also going to hear an occasional gunshot. I don't know if it's from the coyotes or people fighting or, or what, but uh, around this time of night we'll get a gunshot or two. During deer season you'll get a lot of gunshots. Uh, I did mention that we live off-grid in the middle of the Ozark Mountains, right? Um, I probably didn't, but that's where we live, so um, you can expect to hear all this. It's 
it's peaceful, but at night, especially, it gets kind of loud. Not really sure what the podcast is going to turn out to be, but whatever it does turn out to be, I really hope to give some unique perspective on actually living the dream of liberty instead of just talking about it. I've chosen to go with a podcast uh, format because I've tried writing, um, but it's a little hard to get in front of people who will actually read. I don't know if it's because it takes time or people just don't like to read or um, maybe they don't understand what they're reading or maybe they think that reading about liberty is boring or maybe they just never even search for anything to read about liberty. Um, Myself. If I read, I like to read fiction. I really like Jack Reacher, uh, the Jack Reacher series by uh, Lee Child, uh, that kind of thing. Also, I like uh, uh, Dean Koontz and and those. If I were just going to read for pleasure, that's the kind of thing I'm going to read. I will read a blog uh, when I have a chance, but it's harder to find those and download those. And with podcasts, I can listen to those while I'm doing my yard work or, or gardening or, um, or even if I'm just trying to go to sleep at night, podcasting to work out pretty well for me. So I'm hoping that, that they work out well for other people as well. Uh, you know, because you can, you can listen to the podcasts while you're doing other things, especially driving. I've got a very long commute. I've got a longer commute than most people would uh, commit to is my uh, my thought on that one. And if I could if I could find some good podcasts, that would be a good time for me to listen to that. As it is, I end up listening to uh, Gasp, NPR, a lot. Um, the areas I have to travel through, NPR is about the most reliable um network that I can get I mean there's um, you know there's like conservative talk shows I could listen to but I, I really get tired of hearing the same old things and I hear I get tired of listening to the conservative guy complaining about what the what the Democrat guy has done and and why um, you know why it's okay for his guy to do what what he wants him to do since the Democrat guy did what the Democrats wanted their guy to do and that all gets old when, uh, when in actuality they're just they're pitting those guys against each other, and in the hopes that everybody just uh, tunes it all out and doesn't get involved. Um, and now I've gotten really off track with uh, with that, but um, but yeah, I think the podcast format is more versatile, um, and I'm hoping that in the long run that that by doing the podcast I can do my little part with helping to further the liberty movement. Um, <coughs> I'm also going to do this with as little um, editing as possible since all I have, the most reliable form of um, editing I have is my phone and it gets a little touchy uh, a little iffy whether or not that works and it takes a lot of time so I'm going to try to just blow straight through these and you'll get you'll get what you get um, anything really uh, outrageous I'll try to edit it out 
so that brings me to why I think people should listen to the uh, Front Porch Anarchast. Um, actually, I think it might be helpful to those who are just dipping their toes into the idea of liberty. Anarchy can be a really scary word to those, um, to people who have been trained to believe in the state, uh, especially through uh, public school indoctrination. I'll try not to get all, I'll try not to get too deep this in this episode because I don't want to scare anybody off yet. Start throwing around words like indoctrination in the state, and people tend to get scared. But um, there's really nothing scary about the word anarchy. Um, I hope to make the word a little less scary by letting people get to know a real-life anarchist. And that's not even the way that I would describe myself. I mean, most people think that anarchists are all about throwing Molotov cocktails at police cars and at, at Starbucks and you know wearing masks and, and throwing rocks and uh, clashing with police. That's, that's not what it's about. And I hate titling myself as an anarchist, but... I mean, I really, I don't believe in rulers, so, I mean, by definition, I guess I am an anarchist. I would much more consider myself a voluntarist, as I think that people should just be free to to interact with whoever they wish to interact with, or, you know, they don't, people shouldn't have to interact with those that they don't want to interact with, and I guess that falls under the... Um, the umbrella of anarchy, so that's what I'm going with is anarchist for the moment at least. And I'm hoping that, that this podcast will show that anarchy comes in all shapes and sizes. I'd argue that we're all born anarchists, uh, but it's the system that tries to change all of us. They try to change us from day one. Some of us will never capitulate some of the, uh, you probably know some of those people, a lot of those people are going to end up in jail. I'm not about ending up in jail. I don't intend to. Uh, I don't intend to uh, harm others unjustly. Uh, so uh, again, I'm off topic here. Uh, let's go back to um, yeah. Okay, so we're all born anarchists. The system tries to change us. Some of us. Uh, some people never capitulated. Some people do capitulate, and they'll they'll buy into the system, but they end up finding their way back to anarchy, which is what I did. Uh, but I'm really believing that the majority of people, uh, even though they were born anarchists, that they're going to end up uh, capitulating, and they're going to um, they're going to die worshiping the state and the people who rule it. Uh, I know that's gonna sound scary to a lot of people, and not meant to offend there, but I really see I, that's that's my belief on the subject. But I'm hoping that I'm hoping that with this podcast, maybe we can change that for at least a couple of people. Hopefully, um, for those of you who were never successfully indoctrinated by the system, or those of you who have already found your way back to uh, anarchy. This podcast is, it may be a little bit too much of the same old thing for you, uh, maybe a little a little too uh, uh, tame, maybe you're looking for something a little more, uh, 
maybe you're not, I don't know, but if you're just awakening to the idea of true freedom, this may be just a place for you, and if you are a die-hard, hardcore anarchist, maybe if you listen, you may, uh, you may find a way to help spread your message a little, um, in a way that's a little more palatable for the average person. Um, here on the front porch, we could use, uh, at the front porch Anarchast, we could always use a little bit of help. We'd like to get our podcast out there to, to other people, so um, we'd appreciate it if you would share us with, uh, with your friends. Even if you only share a link on Facebook, that would really help. But uh, a couple of other ways we thought about that you could help us out is you could email a link and an invitation to listen to everyone in your email contacts. Obviously, there's probably some people that you don't want to send this. Uh, you wouldn't want to share this with. Um, some people get a little uh, antsy when they find out that you're tending toward the ideas of anarchy. I say that a little tongue-in-cheek, but it's the truth. Um, you could text a link to the podcast and invite, send a text. Uh, you could text a link and an invite to everyone in your phone. Again, you may want to be a little, uh, show a little discretion as to who you're sending this to. Um, you could take a take a slightly larger step, put an episode or two on a CD or a flash drive, and give that to your friends. Just pass that out. Or you could take a really big step and donate a buck or two to help keep the podcast going. You have no idea how much even a few dollars would would help in that area. As I said, we do live in the middle of the Ozarks. It's a uh, it's about a 60 mile round trip for us to get to a place where we can reliably upload something um, at a decent speed. So um, just gas money, getting out to to upload anything is. Uh, it would really help us out. Um, any other ways you could think to help us? You know, uh, that would be great. Shoot us, uh, shoot us some thoughts on that one. Now, with uh, with all that out out of the way, um, now I think maybe we could just talk a little bit about um, where I come from and why, uh, what led me to this. Um, I read the next part of my notes here, and I immediately thought of that, um, who was it, Steve Martin, that Steve Martin uh, movie where he starts it out by saying he was born a poor black child. Um, that's kind of what I'm thinking of when I look at my notes here, because um, my parents my parents were poor. Uh, they came from very poor families, large families in the South. Um in the uh, mid 40s, early 50s, you know, they were, that's, that's where they were coming from after World War II. Uh, my grandparents had lived through uh, the Great Depression and uh, they were all, you know, they were all just fighting to try to survive. Um, 
my parents chopped cotton, picked cotton. Uh, I think my uh, my grandparents were they did a lot of subsistence. Subs, yeah, they. Uh, <laughs> want to give up on that word but uh they had to they had to grow their own food uh, a lot of the times uh, and a lot of times there just wasn't a lot of food to go around so as my parents grew up uh, they were then they were hit again they were hit pretty hard just just when they would have been at the age where they could start you know making a life for themselves uh, my dad was drafted into the army during vietnam and um, his story is is that um, that he was on a plane that landed in Vietnam, but for some reason they uh, told him not to get off, and uh, instead they shipped him straight over to Germany. Um, he had quite a few brothers that went to Vietnam, so I'm not sure if that had something to do with it. He he was never uh, he was never sure why that happened, um, but he spent. He spent two years in Germany, or most of two years in Germany, just after he got married. Um, you know, he's 18 years old, 19 years old, whatever, and um, finds himself in the middle of a country where he doesn't even speak the language. Uh, my mom ended up going over there and staying with him. Um, and my parents really weren't cut out for college, so uh, so that wasn't in their uh, their plans, but. What little they what little they did have at that point in their life, uh, yeah, they pretty much lost it when they were sent to Germany. Um, don't even get me started on uh, conscription and drafts and that kind of thing. Uh, so anyway, uh, when I came along, when my sister and I came along, my parents were really trying hard to do the right thing, and they were really scraping by and, and um, did everything the right way. You know, they wanted to work as much as possible and raise us and make sure that we went to school with the goal of us going to college and uh, work day and night. Um, you know, and they finally did. I mean, my parents, I can't complain about what my parents did for me, what my, what my mom still does for me, what my dad did for me up until he died. Um, I can't complain about any of that. Um, I did try out college. Um, I turned a four-year degree program into eight years and then finally just dropped out because I was trying to work full-time while I was going. I didn't want any debt. And, uh, yeah, I was just not cut out for college. And um, so I dropped out. Still managed to make it into a corporate job in uh, corporate America. Uh, did some traveling around the uh, around the U.S., mainly in the, the southeast uh, area with uh, my significant other. We moved around quite a bit. Got to meet a lot of people. Learned about a lot of different cultures. Um, so it was it was eye opening to say the least. And thought we were really living that American dream. And then just one day, I was done with it. We decided to move to the middle of nowhere, and uh, it was culture shock. We were living in Atlanta, and and, uh, and it just hit us that we wanted to get back to basics. So we found ourselves here. Then we decided that uh, we needed to start a family. 
and we started a family about 20 years later than the rest of our friends did. So now while they have, uh, some of them have grandkids that are the same age as my kids. Uh, it's quite interesting when I go somewhere and a person looks at me and asks if those are my grandkids. Um, so we decided to start a family and uh, we had a plan and as as all good plans will do, the plan let us down. We ended up having to move back into uh, into a town. We lived that way for a few years until we just couldn't stand that anymore. So now we're back here in the mountains, in the middle of nowhere, listening to the frogs and the crickets. Uh, I do have a full-time job, though, that I commute to. It's a very long commute, and in fact, two nights a week, I sleep in my sleep in my car. It's really a little more comfortable than what that sounds like, but that's something that we could discuss at a later date. Um, not really sure what comes next in our life, except we plan to raise our kids uh, with as little indoctrination as possible. Uh, no state, no religion. We're going to let them be what they want to be and uh, try to try to help them whenever they ask for guidance so that's our plan and I think I'm going to wrap it up there um, I've rambled on enough and my voice is getting kind of coarse hoarse and coarse um, just like to say thanks for listening to the front porch anarchist um, we really do hope that you'll come back. I hope I haven't scared you off, and I hope I haven't bored you to tears. If you get a chance, uh, please share us with your friends on Facebook or wherever. Uh, you can also visit our, uh, if you'd like to really get more into uh, where we're coming from, we do have a Facebook page that's um, separate from the Front Porch Anarchist. Uh, you can... You can read more about us at the Gray Home. At, uh, I'll say it differently here. We have a website called thegrayhomestead.com, and we also have a Facebook page. It's facebook.com/thegrayhomestead. Um, get a little more insight on who we are and what we're doing. Um, also, if you would just send us your thoughts on the podcast, it's a work in progress. Really, are open-minded, um, willing to take some feedback. Uh, on what you'd like to hear, uh, which part of our journey that that you might like us to focus on, or we'd also take suggestions for people to have on the show who might want to um, participate here on the front porch. Maybe you yourself would like to uh, would like to be on one of our podcasts. Anyway, just uh, get in touch with us. Um, at the Front Porch Anarchist on Facebook, and uh, or you can do it through the Gray Homestead. Doesn't really matter. All right, hope to hear from you. Thanks for listening. All right, I hope that wasn't too bad. Um, thanks for listening to it all the way through, maybe or not. I hope I didn't scare anybody off. That was just a bit about the origins of the of the podcast. 
kind of my thoughts for it. Now I look back at it two years later and I really wish I'd have put more effort into it. It's just that life gets in the way and kids and dogs and moving and jobs and it's, you know, it's pretty tough. And then, and then trying to work the decal and t-shirt angle as well. And this year we've went full throttle on a, on a garden experiment, which is really taking off. I'm going to have to give Jennifer credit that the garden is really something. Maybe it all comes together this time. I sure hope so. If you get a chance, could you, um, would you share the podcast maybe with friends of yours? Um, maybe you have friends that are into the liberty philosophy thing. Maybe you don't. Maybe you have some hardcore statist friends and maybe they need a dose of, um, maybe they need a dose of anarchy in their lives. And, you, you know, I try to put it, I try to put it out there without being militant or without making it scary because I mean in in the long run anarchy is just no rulers it's governing oneself and you know hey if you step out of line somebody's going to help put you back in in your place it's it's not a lack of rules it's a lack of rulers it's a lack of that guy that's 2000 miles away in a suit living off of your paycheck and telling you what to do like he has any idea what's best for your life. And that's all I'm trying to get around. I just, I want to live my own life, not hurt anybody. I'm a pretty peaceful guy. I mean, I believe in defending oneself and one's property, but I'm not about, you know, throwing Molotov cocktails, dumping trash cans, burning cars. Not about all that. And I think your average person isn't about that either so maybe uh maybe sharing the podcast will help some of your friends understand that a little less statism would be nice a little more freedom would be great i'm still working on that episode that um that i'm promising about the senator from arkansas linda collins smith who was murdered there's been a lot of loonies coming out of the woodworks and anyway i'd like to uh been really digging into this and and found some things I'd like to share and and not from a digging dirt on a person kind of thing but more the the circumstances surrounding the um, authoritarians in general so I'm hoping I can put all that together and and make some coherent thoughts about that so just stay tuned. I'm I was hoping to have it done by um by this episode, but it didn't happen. Hopefully by next week it'll come along. If I happen to get it put together and it's not on the weekend, then I'll still go ahead and put it on out there. So stay tuned for that. So that's it for tonight. Until next time, remember that freedom starts on your own front porch. Just don't let it die there. Good night.